Welcome to one of Earth's greatest natural wonders. Step right up, lean in close, tread carefully, and look closely. Here is the proof that Bigfoot exists. A trail of colossal footprints perfectly preserved in the desert sand? And what's this beside it? A set of human footprints telling the tale of a harrowing escape from this lumbering giant. Next up, see the 12,000-year-old shapeshifter and shield your eyes from her glistening beauty. I introduce to you the Deserts of White Sands National Park. On the outskirts of New Mexico, in the Tularosa Basin, ancient gypsum dunes contort into dizzying white landscapes. One second, the billowing hills are a snowy arctic expanse, and the next, they mirror a rippled ocean floor. This shape-shifting wilderness boasts the world's most robust collection of fossilized megafauna footprints. Okay, so maybe that's not exactly Bigfoot, but megafauna like mammoths and giant sloths do have mega feet. White Sands is still in its infancy as a designated national park, but the legacy of its inhabitants is over 12,000 years old. Perhaps most impressive are the four human groups who've managed to adapt to a drastically changing desert environment over time. In other words, climate change. Sound familiar? Today, human-caused climate change isn't limited to the desert, but threatens to transform entire swaths of Earth into one. Can we adapt to this worldwide environmental crisis like the ancient desert people of White Sands National Park? 12,000 years ago, the Tularosa Basin was not a gypsum desert. In fact, it was a lush oasis. Lake Otero engulfed nearly the entire basin, and megafauna such as mammoths and giant sloths grazed on swaths of grassland. These animals' footprints, along with those of their human pursuers, are still stamped into the alkali flats on Otero's shores today. Paleo-Indian humans migrated from Asia and tracked these creatures right to the edge of the lake almost 10,000 years ago. 2,000 years into the existence of the Paleo-Indian civilization, the ice sheet blanketing North America melted. Lake Otero evaporated, the grassland dried up, and the Tularosa Basin dried out. The land transformed into a desert. Mammoths and giant sloths plunged into extinction, and the native humans were forced to adapt. They adopted a more plant-based diet and began trading with other tribes, shifting into what was dubbed the Archaic Period. Eventually, powerful winds exiled the Archaic people from their land. The gusts whipped across the bottom of the Tularosa Basin and shredded the former lake floor. The furious winds scraped the gypsum sand deposits into the air, rendering the land uninhabitable for nearly 3,000 years. It was a massive dust bowl. When the wind and sand finally calmed, the early humans inched back to their former homeland. They utilized agriculture for the first time in human history, planting crops of wild plants in a controlled manner. 
The archaic civilization evolved into the next society, the Hornada Mogion, around 200 AD. Once again, climate change took hold of a thriving indigenous community and shook it to the core. Forced to grapple with a harsh desert climate, lack of rainfall, and extreme temperatures, the natives built insulating adobe huts, learned to harvest salt from the surrounding alkali flats, and even capture precious freshwater runoff from the San. Andres Mountains. However, around 700 years ago, climate change finally won. The Hernada Mogion community vanished, chased off by intolerable droughts and poor crop yields. Hauntingly, this ancient instance of climate migration parallels Eastern African climate refugees fleeing droughts and desertification today. Like the Tularosa Desert community of the past, Kenyans, Somalians, and Egyptians are being exiled from their homes by famine as agriculture shrivels under the throbbing sun, parched earth, and intensifying heat. Unlike the ancient civilizations in white sands, humans are responsible for the climate change plaguing modern civilizations. And now, as this Frankensteinian threat of our own creation evolves and magnifies, we are forced to adapt, just like the ancient desert people. Paleo-Indian and archaic natives inadvertently embarked on one of the same solutions that modern-day humans can use to combat climate change, adopting a more plant-based diet. These ancient flexitarians, or flexible vegetarians, were forced to largely abandon meat as a food source because climate change plunged the megafauna they ate into extinction. Fortunately, or unfortunately, humans today aren't foraging flexitarians. Quite the opposite. In fact, our meat addiction is causing climate change. Climate change is causing the daily extinction of 150 species that we don't eat but that are important to the Earth. Just like it did naturally thousands of years ago, climate change today is killing off our flora and fauna. But are we prepared to adopt new diets like the archaic desert inhabitants did and adapt to a new way of life? Meat and dairy are responsible for the same amount of annual greenhouse gas emissions as the entire transportation industry contributes. That's right, our cheeseburger obsession is as much responsible for climate change as all the gas-guzzling, smoke-belching trains, planes, and automobiles that are infamous for their carbon tracks. In order to minimize the carbon hoofprints of these meats, we can follow in the sandy footprints of our archaic ancestors who were forced to switch to a legume, small animal, and plant-based diet, which has, coincidentally, virtually no carbon footprint. The next group of desert inhabitants were the Apachean people. They were forced to defend the Tularosa Basin, their homeland, against Euro-American and Hispanic colonizers, ranchers, miners, and settlers. After the brutal Apache Wars, which lasted for nearly a century, American soldiers purged the Apaches from their desert motherland, which is now White Sands National Park, and forcefully relocated them to the Mescalero Apache Indian Reservation. Today, the Mescalero Apache descendants remain in the region and strive to preserve ties to their stolen ancestral homeland. By the 1890s, non-native animals dominated the lush grasslands, and overgrazing rendered the land unusable. This was the first human-caused environmental destruction that the Tularosa Basin experienced. 
Today, the dunes of White Sands National Park are populated not only by tourists, but by science that could help us adapt to climate change in the desert, like all of the previous inhabitants were forced to do. The region is home to drought-resistant microbes that serve as a lifeline for plants in areas devoid of water. White Sands dunes replicate the gypsum dune fields on Mars, which climate change might one day force us to migrate to. The culture of four previous civilizations and the footprints of now extinct megafauna are literally plastered into the sandy hills. However, climate change is shoving White Sands National Park into the grip of another drought, similar to the one White Sands ancestors experienced centuries ago. The park is home to 800 different species, which are threatened by human-caused climate change. A lack of moisture in the dunes weakens them. Now, high winds are causing the dunes to migrate, just like the archaic people did in order to avoid powerful gusts and a sandy dust bowl. Four different groups of people before us managed to adapt to a changing desert climate. Now it's our turn to adapt to a desert environmental crisis of our own making. Before climate change destroys the legacies of the ancient desert people, the scientific secrets of the dunes, and the enigmatic animal species of the basin. We have a lot to learn from the indigenous White Sands inhabitants who were forced out by colonization and climate change. They were turned into climate migrants and displaced by colonial invaders. Yet, they managed to adapt to their new surroundings, to change their diet, to preserve their culture, and to perpetuate their legacy. Perhaps the Tularosa Basin holds the secret, or at least a metaphor, for surviving climate change like centuries of indigenous desert people did before. Maybe if we evolve, transform, shift, and reflect like the dunes of White Sands National Park, we too will manage to adapt to the forces of climate change like the ever-changing, perpetually shifting, but always existing sands of the Tularosa Basin. Thanks for listening to Park Wake Up Call.